In the 19th century, Rohan's great-grandfather had bred horses on this stretch of land. His animals no known for their wiriness and nimble strength, the ability to go over the stoniest ground without shoes. During the mutiny against the British in July 1857, a band of men had visited the horse breeder, the day of the eclipse, and in the 17 minutes of half-darkness, the mutineers spoke about cause and nation, aiming these words like arrows against the empire's armoured might. Britain was the planet's supreme power at the time, and nothing less than the fate of the world hung in the balance. They needed his help, but he told them that there were no horses for him to give. The Norfolk Trotter and the Arab Stallions, the Dhani, Talaganj and Kathiawar mares, they had all been sent to a remote location to escape the Ludhiana fever sweeping the district. As the rebels turned to leave, the ground splintered slowly before them and a crack grew and became a star-shaped fracture. A small sphere of blackest glass materialized at the center of the star. Then they realized that it was in fact an eye, an ancient glare directed up at them through the grains of earth, a phantom, a chimera. One more instant and the entire head of the horse had emerged from the ground, the large muscled neck giving a thrust and spraying soil into the eclipse-darkened air. The hooves found whatever purchase they needed, and the rest of the grunting animal unearthed itself. The mighty ribcage and the great potent haunches, flesh tearing itself away from the living planet. The ground exploded. A dozen horses, then almost two dozen. Their diverse screams filling the air after the hours spent in the dark. An eruption of furious souls from below. The thrown earth and the shrieking of freed jaws and the terror of men during the daylight darkness. Rohan's great-grandfather had been informed the day before that mutineers being hunted by the British would attempt to appropriate his animals. Over several hours, he and his nine sons had prepared a trough deeper than their tallest stallion and had then led all 25 of their horses to it. Their black, white, Tobiano and Rowan colors shining in the oblique rays of the setting sun. The horses were loved and they trusted the masters when they were blindfolded and led into the pit. But they reacted when the men began to pour earth onto them, beating their hooves against the ground as the level of soil grew higher along the legs. Stripes of white salt froth slid down each body and in low voices, the men spoke the phrases or words each animal was known to like, to comfort them if possible. But they continued with the work steadily and with determination all night, as the stars appeared and hung above them like a glass forest. And later when a storm approached and the night became wild with electricity, the sky looking as though there was war and rebellion in heaven too because not a single one of the horses would be allowed to fall into the hands of the mutineers, who Rohan's great-grandfather was convinced were misguided, his loyalty aligned with the British. With only the horses' necks remaining visible, the men leapt down into the trench and packed the earth with their feet, 
running among the twenty-five heads growing out of the earth as specks of soft blue fire came down from the lightning-filled sky to rest in the manes and in the men's own beards and hair. Allah had said to the south wind, Become, and the Arabian horse was created. The thought of clemency entering their heart at last, the ten men went down the rows and placed a large basket upside down over each head, a hood of woven grass fibers and reeds and palm fronds, a pocket of air for the animal to continue breathing. Then they climbed out and began the final throwing on of the soil, making sure not to cover the baskets entirely, leaving a thumbprint-sized entrance in each for air to slide in. There was nothing but a faint ground shudder of hooves from within the earth as the horizon became marked with a brilliant red line behind the men and the sun rose and they began to wait for the arrival of the mutineers, conscious suddenly of their weight on the ground.